Chris, tell me what brings you to PodFest today? I was actually speaking at uh, the video conference yesterday. So the VidFest, yeah. Nice, nice. What was your talk about? So helping people on YouTube, getting more views, getting more attention, and ultimately just, you know, showing some some details from my life and some results of my channels and leading from experience and just being like, hey, this is what I do. Try it out yourself and see how you go. What is up, Action Takers? Welcome back to the After Hours Entrepreneur. I'm really excited to share this interview here with you today that was completed at PodFest. Super fun, point and shoot style. I just posted up at the bottom of a very busy uh, place in the conference hall and I just started interviewing some awesome people and I think you're going to be thrilled to hear how these people are turning their passion into profit. Stay tuned, sit back, relax, make sure you subscribe if you haven't yet and let's get into this episode of the After Hours Entrepreneur. Run the tape. Yo, Chris, what's up? Yo, yo. Yo, it's great to have you here. On the show, Chris, tell me, what brings you to PodFest today? I was actually speaking at uh, the video conference yesterday. So the VidFest, yeah. Nice, nice. What was your talk about? So helping people on YouTube, getting more views, getting more attention, and ultimately just, you know, showing some some details from my life and some results of my channels and leading from experience and just being like, hey, this is what I do. Try it out yourself and see how you go. Nice, nice. So what? how'd you get started on YouTube? So I started YouTube probably five years ago now, and I was doing content that I was in front of the camera. I was the one doing all of the bits and pieces. I was showing people how to you know, lose weight, feel good, and, and just look good and get bigger, put on muscle, whatever it was. And there was a lot of hate, a lot of trolls. You know, a lot of people that are like, you're not good enough. You don't, you don't sound good. You don't look good. You're not skinny enough. You know how it is. And I was just like, fuck me. I, I hate this. Like, I don't like dealing with this hate. You know, just at that time in my life, I was really struggling with it. Anyway, so I did that for probably six months, 12 months, didn't get the results that I hoped or wanted to get. And then I was just in a position that I was like, I think I could do this without being in front of the camera. Like, I don't want to be in front of the camera. That led me down a path of finding YouTube channels that were not face orientated. So they had like a documentary style. It was a voiceover. It was visuals that will match what the voiceover was saying. And then I started seeing the numbers that they were pulling a million. 5 million, 10 million views. I was like, holy shit. Obviously with views comes money, typically speaking. So I started uh, diving deeper into that world. And then I got to a point where I was like, well, these things actually do make money. And then built one and had a lot of problems with it, but then built another and got a little bit better and just kept on refining, refining, refining. And then now I've, I've got quite a large uh, operation. So when I think YouTube, I think it's about you. It's people, it's bloggers, podcasters, it's coaches, right? But this is an interesting concept to me that you could have a YouTube channel that's not about this. It's not about this. So tell me, like, what did your first channel look like? So my first channel was actually, and I don't recommend this to anyone, but my first channel was talking about snooker and billiards. About who? Snooker and billiards. Okay. So pool. Yeah, billiards. Pool. Uh, well, Got it. Yeah, like ball, uh, eight ball, I think you call it. Yeah. Of whatever it might pool. be, but yeah, pool. pool. Um, I call it something I'm not great at. Yeah. So that was my first channel because I saw there was a lot of people that enjoyed the sport and I wanted to do something like that. Were now, you just using like B-roll or, so or I was, cartoons or? Yeah. So I was taking the content from the, the main events would be filming with the players and the athletes. I would take that content, cut it up, turn it into a little story and then re-upload it to YouTube under my channel under a different title and thumbnail and description and things like that. That led me down a lot of problems because I wasn't changing the content. I was essentially just taking somebody else's, cutting it up, and then reposting it, which obviously I don't recommend. You run into like licensing, copyright. Yeah, licensing, copyright, copy strikes. I got all of it. So that 
was kind of good in a way because I learned straight away what not to do. So now I know what not to do. Um, but that that sort of just again opened the floodgates to like, all right, don't do that. I need to I need to go down a better route. So to answer your question, essentially thinking of it like a documentary, you watch something on National Geographic, maybe you watch a movie and someone's not the main actor in that movie and they just have a voiceover with visuals that match. Mm -hmm. That's all this is. It's a documentary style video production that people watch that tells a story. Super cool. So how do you get the video? So at the moment with YouTube specifically, they've got a fair use policy or a fair use act. As long as I add my own commentary or my own storyline to a particular piece of content, I can reuse that. Super, okay, very cool, very cool. Make sure you read your licensing yeah, agreements at the 100%. current time. This is not legal advice. We're not financial not advice. advice <laughs> so now let's talk about that. A lot of people say views equal cash, but how do you actually convert, how are you actually turning this into a business? Where's the money come from? So a lot of AdSense, typically speaking, uh, that's probably, I'd say, 60, 70% of what the channels earn, yep. Main, mainly from the point of view of we currently manage about 150 channels right now. With 150 channels, some channels are generating 10, 50, 80 grand a month from ad revenue. So, you know, we build these channels up, we get them profitable to a point where AdSense is making decent cash. And then we utilize those views as leverage to go to brands and businesses and say, hey, we've got an XYZ channel, an XYZ niche, what would it be worth to you to advertise in our channel? So for example, if we have a golf channel, we could then go to a golf company and say, hey, Callaway, hey, Nike, hey, whatever. What would it be worth to you to utilize the views that we're getting to push towards your website, your brand, your whatever it is? And then they pay us additional revenue based on the sponsorship opportunities for that. So at the moment, we focus on revenue. And then once we have the revenue built up from the channel, so the AdSense, then we start diversifying into affiliate links on bits and pieces. Yeah, it makes a lot of sense. I mean, if you're able to negotiate it, which I can tell you're a sharp guy, you can do it. If you're able to negotiate, that's where the big money comes from. You talk about AdSense being 70% of the revenue. That makes me a little bit nervous because what if YouTube like cuts it or says, eh, you have, you know, whatever kid content, we can't monetize it. How do like, does that concern you? How are you hedging for that? Not at all. It doesn't concern. I mean, there's always concern that, you know, maybe one day YouTube turns around and just says, nah, we're not going to do anything. Uh, oh, sorry. We're not going to let you film and do what you're currently doing to monetize. Or maybe they take I, you from a dollar per you know, per milli to 25 cents. Yeah, so it comes down to a lot of research and the due diligence that my team and I do. I've been doing this now for five years or so and I've seen the adpocalypse and I've seen all the things that happened. Ultimately, at the end of the day, YouTube wants creators that are going to bring value to their platform. That's what they want. They want good quality content. They want people to stay on YouTube and enjoy YouTube to watch more ads to ultimately make YouTube more money. So within YouTube's best interest at heart, by creating better quality content, I can't see this, yeah. this business model going anywhere. It's like essentially having a documentary on Netflix. Netflix wouldn't be investing millions or tens of millions of dollars into creating a national you know, uh, geography type documentary about the birds and the bees or nature or whatever it might be if they didn't believe that there was something that people would watch. So in that situation, I'm okay with hedging my bets that AdSense isn't going anywhere. And we focus on higher CPM or higher RPM niches. So we have channels that earn you know, $5 per thousand views, $10 per thousand views, $20 per thousand views. So that way we always have a buffer that we don't need millions of views. We only need a few thousand yeah. for the same result due to how much we earn. Super interesting business model, Chris. Really glad that we could chat. Why don't you tell everyone out there your name, the best place they can find you and why they should be at PodFest. So Chris, last name Z-I-S-S-I-S, -S -S. last name is uh, Zizis for those wondering. And uh, Instagram is where most people contact me and, and have a chat with me. It's just it's I-T-S and then my first and last name, Chris Zizis. And PodFest is cool, man. Like it's really awesome to see like-minded people, 
you know, someone like yourself that's just grinding, you know, with the conference right now, doing an interview. It's just it's such a cool place and experience to be around people that want to grow, that want to help each other. And, you know, now that PodFest has broken off into the video area as well, it's like being on audio is fantastic, but visual just gives you that extra level of, of excitement and you get to see someone's reactions, the emotion. It's just, it's just a cool thing. And I think anyone that's coming up in the space and they want to grow and they want to get more information, definitely need to be here. It's the second to none details and the speakers. Some of them are absolutely incredible. So it's definitely worth it. Dig it, dig it. Chris, rapid fire, you ready? Let's go. Favorite animal? Dog. Scariest move you've ever seen? Snakes on a plane. Snakes on a plane? I fucking hate snakes. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. And especially someone who's traveling here. Where are you traveling from? Australia. So Australia. 15 hours. I couldn't think of anything worse than snakes on a plane. <laughs> <laughs> That's the best answer I think I've heard. Um, if you were on that plane, assuming there's no snakes, who would you love to sit next to? Uh, Alex Homozy. Who's that? Alex Homozy. Okay. He's just an entrepreneur, dude, that's crushing it. Yep, yep. But I think I know Alex. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway, uh, if you could live anywhere in the world, where would you live? Australia. Australia. Fair enough. Oceans or mountains? Wherever it's coldest. Okay. If you had 10 seconds with yourself 10 years ago, what are you going to say? Don't fucking give up. Just keep going. Work hard. Talent beats. No. What is it? Hard work beats talent when talent doesn't work hard. Dig it. Just keep on saying that over to yourself. Chris said it. I agree with it. Chris, thank you, brother. Thanks, bro. Well, thanks for listening today. I hope you enjoyed this episode of the After Hours Entrepreneur. So many great people out there taking action. And I love sharing their stories with people just like you. And listen, if you're into podcasting, if you're trying to grow your podcast into something that can actually generate real revenue and real profit, let me help you. Let me help you. That's what I'm here to do. I've been working on this for over five years now, and I want to help you turn your podcast into profit. Click the link below and join the Podcast Mastermind community. It is very affordable, and it's designed to help you turn your podcast into money, into cash money. That's what we're going to help you do. So listen, click the link below. Let's connect. Thanks for listening to After Hours Entrepreneur today, and I'll catch you here next time. Go take action, all right? Peace.